Welcome back to the Breakfast Ball Podcast, episode three, Ryan. We've been doing the third time's the charm, right? We got to have this shit down by now. Yeah. And we have a good one for you. I think this is our best episode yet. We answered some very, very important questions. One, who the hell is Jake and why was he late? <laughs> Two, why did why does Gen Z talk like they do? And we did a little bit of like Rosetta Stone. We learned what the Gen Z slang means. And the most important question for us, a golf podcast, we answered who our favorite golfers are. And it's something that we've needed to be needed to be done. We finally got it done. And now we know who we're going to cheer for for the rest of our lives, Ryan. Yeah. So longevity. Let's just get right into it. They fight that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> What's up, guys? And welcome back to episode three of the Breakfast Ball Podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, sitting here next to Tyler, the camera guy, and uh, unfortunately also looking at... Midwest Giselle. I'm so sorry. He's in the producer chair. Let's just, we're just going to get into, um, we're just going to get into it right away. And yeah, uh, we're going to, we're going to move segment three to segment one today. Yes. So Jake's first week as a producer of the podcast, he knew Mm -hmm. this was coming uh, because you don't get away with this kind of stuff in in this kind of business. (laughs) Yesterday, today's Friday, by the way, uh, it's about 930 a.m. We shoot this podcast on Fridays at 9 a.m. and On uh, the dot. On the dot. Which and means we need to be in our chairs recording at 9, which means people need to be here at 8.45. Which means the producer also needs to show up at 8.45. Maybe even earlier. earlier. The producer should probably yes. be here first. I should be the one to set everything up. Uh-huh. Yes. And yesterday, uh-huh. yesterday, we told Jake, all right, Jake, uh, I think we're just going to have you, you know, be in the producer chair for he's, this podcast. He seemed excited. He, he was, was excited. We were we were pumped to have some young blood, so yeah. a, a new target, uh, a, another it. voice. A new, hold up, a new target. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This is Ryan's all turn. Right, all right, all Someone right. to Google some shit for us. Right. If we don't know what we're talking about because half the time we don't. And Jake just never showed up this morning. It's nine o'clock. Tyler gives him a call. Jake says, yep, I'm on my way. And Tyler said, well, we have the podcast at 9 a.m. Jake's like, Oh shit! The podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm 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 coming double time, Tyler. I'll be there in a second. Well, first off, don't get an accident. Don't speed. Yeah. Second off, hurry. We'd rather have you be late than dead. Yes. Wow. I well, I appreciate that at least. That's all you're gonna get today. <laughs> yeah. So it only took Jake's first time being on the Breakfast Ball podcast to show up late. Um. So going forward, guess what? I'm gonna be punctual on time. Okay, Ryan, we've heard this before. Yeah, many times. Jake. I used to say this shit when I was Jake's age. The reason we have Jake (laughs) on the podcast for the Breakfast Ball podcast is because Jake shoots our videos. So he is important to the Breakfast Ball brand. But we've heard this. We've gone through this same old song and dance for many a tea time, Ryan. Yeah. Where's our camera guy? <laughs> as we're about to hit off, tee off, and we're 15 minutes late as it yep. is, and Jake's still nowhere to be found. He's probably rolling out of bed. Oh, and the classic, hey. and the classic, uh, we're waiting at tee box number one. This was actually, this was uh, a week and a half ago. We're at tee box number one, and I called Jake. I said, hey, where are you at? He said, I'm, uh, well, oh, shit, I'm two minutes away. I'll be there soon. <laughs> Seven minutes later. 15 minutes. Like, he, he just said two minutes just to make me feel better, but I knew two minutes was so <laughs> out of the question. <laughs> And I, the thing about it is, Jake, 
I have done exactly what you have you did there. Uh, everyone's so been in my shoes. I I'm get sure. it. Yeah. Like I completely get it. Like I'll be there in five minutes when in reality, GPS says I'm not gonna be there for another 15. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it makes the person on the other line feel better that your your urgency is there to get there in five minutes. Not it's, me. It's like I know this motherfucker's lying. Yeah. He's lying. <laughs> yes. Tyler's like, I know this kid way too well. Yes. Uh, um, there's also kind of just been like a, a cultural shift within like us and shooting content and just like uh, some of the stuff that is said around us. And, you know, it's a good and it's a it's a good thing and an interesting thing. So if you guys haven't listened to You Betcha Radio or Jake's interview on You Betcha Radio, Jake is 22 years old. Yeah. Freshly 22, though. Freshly 22. So he was 21 when he started here. Um, and he was a 21 year old. Um, if you guys, uh, if you guys don't know what 21 no, going on 16. Yeah. If you, if you guys don't know what no cap means or, or bet, Jake, can you explain to us what no cap means? Because that is, that's like a staple in your everyday language. What does no cap mean? Dude, Ryan, I have a confession. I never said no cap until you started making fun of 21 year olds who said no cap. So now I just, no, you say it in emojis. You text yeah, I do, the red only, Ryan with a slash with a with a baseball cap. No, I, no I, I get cap. But Tyler, I'm play, I'm steering into the skid here. This is all me allowing myself to be roasted. Likely, likely story. This is a kid that says bet any say bet, any though. chance he gets. <laughs> but I so do say bet. When you agree to to do something, or like you're like, it, it, it's bet is similar to okay, sounds good. Yeah. Why do people say bet? Bet. It's like bet on it. It's like it's like bet like you can bet on it. Why don't so you just I'll say bet. yes? Okay, you can bet on it. Yeah. Hey, Jake, what? could you do this for me? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Bet. You can yeah, bet. You can, you bet, can bet, bet on it. Yeah, or yeah. You Why bet. don't you just yeah. say yes? <laughs> Same amount of letters. <laughs> Tyler, the old One man syllable. over here. Just, just tell me yes. Just say yes. Just say do yes. You don't. Like, what do you want me to bet you? <laughs> I like betting. I'm a huge. I'm a. <laughs> I love betting. Let's. Um, I'm googling some Gen Z language. I want to just look up actual definitions. And then see what Jake has to say about it. Are you, are you testing my Gen Z? I'm like, genuinely curious, but also testing you. So <laughs> first one is no cap. What no is, cap. Define it. it. Means you're not no capping. No capping. Okay, so the, <laughs> oh, the, thank you. So capping, capping means you're like lying. You're pulling my leg. You're faking it. What you're saying is not true and or unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. That's what capping is. Okay. So to say that. I'm not capping or no cap. That means I'm being honest. I'm telling you the truth. Okay. Yep. Correct. You got that one right. Yeah. Nunya. That was Nunya business. Yep. I've heard yeah, that Yeah, I've heard that Yeah, one that too. one's as old as time uh, though. On blast. We know what on blast means. You put someone yep. on blast. Yeah, which is what you guys did to me three minutes ago. Yep. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> All right. Put someone on. Put someone on. It usually means... Hype them up. No, 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 no. But to put someone on means to show them something new. So like okay. if I show you like a new music artist and I put you on to them. I'm about to put Tyler on some golfers today. Yeah. In a segment later in the podcast. Just just to uh, foreshadow a little bit, we're not going to talk Gen Z culture this whole podcast. We are going to get into some golf talk, but I think this is very important because it's Jake's first podcast. Um, and we're just trying to get a little bit better feel of who this he is. This is for the listeners. So when he starts speaking like this, they can understand it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the difference between something slaps or something smacks? Um, 
usually when something smacks, it's because it tastes good. But something slaps means that it's just something that's good. So like okay. like this song slaps. He, he's got this all. Every one of them has been almost wow. word for word correct. Really? Yes. Um, what's run that? Um, or run that? I don't know. It doesn't have like it used in a sentence. It just yeah. says run that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I've never heard anyone use that. What about period with a T at the end? I I period. don't really use that. Okay, that means C facts. I don't. I don't know. Period oh. is like is like you would say it like you would normally say period. It's just a stupid way of spelling it. It's like they just got a whole bunch of teens on Twitter to write this article. I've yes. never seen anyone actually it's a, use that. It's a chart. Yeah. From a very reputable reputable website called Delusions of Adequacy. <laughs> um, what else you got, Tyler? Bang thirties. What is a bang thirties? Okay, now I'm actually confused. What is a bang thirty? Oh. To fight someone, it says we're about to bang thirties. That makes zero sense. To fight someone as in a physical altercation. What's the 30 stand for? I don't know. Bang 30s? To I was that's thinking like, like 40s, like you hold a 40. I wonder if it's like, well, hey, what time is it? It's bang 30. <laughs> but it's plural, bang 30s. I've heard, okay, so I see a couple more on the list, uh, like Bada. I'm, I'm Bada. I'm Bada. Finna. Yeah, I'm Bada Finna. Finna's wa- oh, a little older, I'm though. I'm Bada edit this video. I'm Bada shoot this video. I'm. Uh, that's all been around forever, though. Okay, what's catch a fade? Catch a fade means you're about to get beat up. It means it's, that's what happens punched. after you bang 30s. Catch a fade. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm about to bang 30s and catch a motherfucking fade, dude. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, here. That was another one. Yeah. You're going to get schlitty, catch 30s, and then what is it? No, bang 30s and catch a fade. <laughs> and get schlitty? Schlitty is one. I've never heard that. That one is, I think it's the new lit. <laughs> now we're schlitty that's so stupid holy shit all right one more wow. tyler and then we're moving on yeah what is somebody that crackles i've never heard that that is someone who jewels or smokes they crackle oh i because the, there's a crackle in yep. the, yeah yeah i get yep. that i get that all right yeah that's that's a fun segment <sighs> but now everyone when jake talks you'll understand what he's saying and you can just refer back to episode three as your legend or your key. Yeah, so yeah you can this un- is the new chart. This is the Rosetta Stone episode. <laughs> no, I think that was important. Uh, but Jake, welcome. Jake's first podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, we've done some we've done some interesting videos in the in the last couple of weeks. We've done we did extreme mm-hmm. golf uh, again. Today's Friday. We did extreme golf yesterday on Thursday. Um, we did the caddies and commentators, which you weren't super high on. I hated the, I mean, did we talk about caddies already? I can't remember. We uh, talked about the, no, we haven't talked about the caddy video, but let's talk about that, that and fun. then lead into the commentator and like how that all intertwined. Yeah. The caddy one was fun. That was our first try at acting. And I think that one went better because it was more off the cuff stuff. Just yep. you and me saying stuff without like, it was scripted, but not to a point. And the whole premise was like if a regular guy was a caddy, so Ryan's the golfer and I was his caddy, and yep. I just tried to act like I normally would helping my buddies out, you know? And we obviously pumped it up. Oh, so yeah. Like no one, I'm never in a million years actually going to roll a beer on the green to check the line. Right. But it's funny and it and fits. It, the beer literally rolled in the direction that, that you I dropped rolled it. it. Yeah. So it's like, it, that's that's just the type of over-exaggeration yeah. that we use. And, and the way we do... Uh, we, so, so the video idea process is we we come up with an idea, 
we got to think it's funny. We got to think it's funny. We got to think it's relatable. Um, and then we start to script it out. So we basically script out just a bunch of lines that each one of us want to shoot. And then we figure out how we're going to shoot that as far as sequence goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could have a video idea that's six minutes long and it gets chopped up into three minutes. So you're basically just seeing the best three minute parts. And sometimes I want to chop it even shorter. <laughs> right, right. Um, so we, we take essentially take the best parts from that, you know, the, the rough draft six minutes or whatever that may be, mm-hmm. put it into one video. And uh, a lot of it is off the cuff. Now, the caddy video was great because there was a bunch of people in the comments like, dude, like, I got to get you as my caddy. This is you. This is you. This yeah, is talking you. Yeah, tagging their buddies. Yes. And, yep. Yep. Um, so what we did uh, to kind of just spin off the caddy video, we went if regular guys were commentators. And where this came from was I was watching the PGA Tour and the commentators were, they were whispering. So boring. And it was just like, I get that's that's the game of golf. It's golf like, commentators sound like they're not even having fun. Yes, and uh, for some reason, obviously, the game of golf is it's it's very it's supposed to be relaxing and calming, and uh, but, they're not supposed to make a lot of noise in the crowd. Like, but it's a sport. Sports are supposed to be fun and enter- entertaining. Yes, and when you're a commentator uh, on national national television. And you are whispering into the mic. Hey, Tyler. Even though. Hmm. Sorry, sorry. I fell asleep. Ryan's Ryan's NPR golf voice. Even though you are uh, in a completely separate vicinity behind closed doors, um, that doesn't make any fucking sense why you're whispering. (laughs) The golf commentators whispering does not make any sense. At all. I get it. The game of golf at some, you know, you, you look at Happy Gilmore, you put the sign up, everyone's quiet, right? Quiet down, uh, quiet quiet in the audience, no one says anything, guy's gotta focus up. Because one of the worst things is someone talking in your backswing. Or that's just the general consensus of don't talk in my backswing. But why do golf commentators They're not anywhere whisper? near the hole, they have a screen. So we kinda wanna just make a spoof video off of that of like if regular guys were commentators, cracking beers behind the table, um, basically just talking like a regular person narrating someone playing golf and yep. Tyler wasn't a big fan. I liked it. I wasn't, I was a big fan of the idea. I just don't think I executed. I think and that the, was, the thing that was very scripted out. Yes. That was the thing. I yeah. didn't have you there to riff off of in a conversation mm-hmm. and we wrote the lines out word for word and I, it still turned out fine. Like I yeah. we shouldn't be shitting on it. Cause I, I, the video was funny. But it could have been better, and we strive for greatness. Right? We do. We, we want to be good, but we'll get there. We'll get there. One that I like that I think could actually catch on in the world of like mediocre golf is the extreme golf. It's a it's a nice little mix up on the rules. That's our most recent video, and uh, it's interesting, Ryan. So you take the same rules of golf, and you just put a tiny little twist that changes the entire game. Yeah. So rule number one that actually kind of sucked for the video and sucked for me because I'm always in the rough. If you hit it in the rough, you must hit on your knees. Yes. Which was 90% of my shots. And that is very tough because the club face goes from, obviously like, let's just say the bottom of the club of the club face is parallel with the ground or it's it's flush with the ground, right? Mm-hmm. But you go on your knees, the club head, the toe of the club lifts up and it eliminates that surface area that you can hit the ball with. So Just you hit with the heel every basically, time. Basically, yes, you're hitting with the heel. We took different approaches. You still had a regular golf grip and hit Baseball with the heel. Swing. 
I happy Gilmore and held it by the yep. bottom so I could still hit it flush. Yours definitely got a lot more distance. And I got lucky. I got very lucky because uh, my first shot didn't go anywhere. Uh, my second shot out of the rough, um, I actually like I popped it up pretty nice. Um, and I probably hit it like 80 yards in the nice. air. Felt great. But again, got lucky. Um, the thing I like about the extreme golf idea is and, and with this, we just made up our own rules. You guys can make up your own rules. But as very, very average to below average golfers, it makes you feel less shitty about golfing bad because you're implementing yeah. these kind of rules. You are purposely giving yourself an excuse. Yes. Oh, I shot a... <laughs> I was off my knees. I didn't expect to do well. Yeah, I shot a double bogey. Well, you know, I was hitting off my knees in the rough. And well, I was, uh, double bogey brings us to another rule. If you hit a double bogey, you lose a club and your opponent gets to pick which club. Ryan so gracefully decided to eliminate my putter. So I was putting with a three iron on the next hole. Yep. Um, God, what are the other that rules? move. It the was. guy needs his putter. You need your putter on yeah. every single hole. You do. I, I thought what I thought you were going to do was you were going to, because we were standing on the next tee box. I thought you were going to take the club in my hand that I was about to tee off with. No, because that doesn't really matter. You could just, I mean, you could just club up once and put an 80% swing on it. Yeah. Um, but the putter, a good move. you need the putter. And then uh, if you hit in the water, which I am known to do, your opponent gets to choose your drop. And Ryan decided to put my drop underneath the bench. Yep. But Ryan also forgot that uh, benches are not anchored. <laughs> you just move the bench. Yeah, we'll have to implement a new rule of no, <laughs> you cannot move. You cannot move any object. Come on, you got to, you should have put it next to a tree. I couldn't I know, have moved a tree. I know. I actually, I, I was milling around a little bit. I went over and there was a pond right next to us. I looked at the rocks and I'm like, God, I don't want Tyler to hit off the rocks. Yeah. That's, that's kind of I, I appreciate that because that would have felt, that would have wrecked my club. Yeah. And then I'm like, there's a there's a post next to us. I'm like, can I prop it up on the post? Can I, how can I get creative with this? And I'm like, well, let's just, let's just put it next to the bench. At one time you tried putting it inside of the par aid. Like, yeah, you were going <laughs> to oh, put yeah, it yeah. in the ball washer. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes that, uh, when you pull that, pull the ball washer up, uh, it stays up. So like you would have had to like like pool, pool shot, shot it, out it of there. straight through there for shot number one. Um, that didn't work, so we just went with the classic drop right next to the bench, and uh, it it ended up working out. I Tyler hit kind of a screamer straight at the green, and yeah, that actually worked out pretty well. Yeah. That was my best shot of the whole day. Yep. So extreme golf, you think you're going to play worse? Tyler had his best shot of the day, right after hitting it in the water, and then I it's it's that's doubly cool. Because I hit it out of a weird drop. Yes. So you're you're building excuses for your bad shots, and you're making the story cooler for your good shots. So it's a win-win no matter what. Well, yeah, and for us, the game of golf, we don't like to take it too seriously. A lot of people do, and I, I fell into that trap uh, before we started shooting this kind of content of like, if I played a bad round on Saturday, it would literally ruin the rest of my weekend. And I would be itching yeah. to get back out on the course so bad just to fix those little tiny mistakes that I made, even though I probably, if I fix those, something else is going to pop up. But I feel like that's the beautiful thing about golf is like, those are the things that keep bringing you back. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing with these videos is we're, we're just trying to make the game of golf more enjoyable, um, more relaxing, mix it up. more fun, mix it up a little I bit. I don't know about relaxing. We, we sprinted a hole. We did sprint a hole, but at the same time, when we were done with that, we're like, 
Oof, we're done. We can finish out our round. Nothing was too serious after that. Um, what? How much would someone have to pay you for you to sprint a full eighteen? Do the speed the speed walk for a full eighteen? What kind of money would you have to be given to speed walk a full eighteen? Um, a round of golf. Let's just say a round of eighteen is like fifty to sixty bucks. Um, I'd have to say like three to four hundred bucks. That's it. I <laughs> it'd have to be enough to put my kid through college because I'm not coming out of that alive. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! I'm dying. I would do it for like I would do it for three four hundred bucks because that's a two hundred fifty dollar profit margin right there. Yeah, like if I was in back in the heyday college, you know, the prime when, yeah. I, when I peaked, then I would probably do the same. But you're in better shape than me, so yeah. Um, so no. With these videos, and, and we're going to keep coming up with some interesting ideas. And uh, for us, we, we have fun doing it. It is tough to golf uh, halfway decent when you're shooting these videos. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, again, it's it just kind of uh, it, it takes away the stress of like, oh, fuck, I need to make a good shot here. I need to I need to play this whole well. Well, that shot didn't go well and I'm pissed at myself. And, like it just eliminates all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's how I anyway, that's how I've found the game of golf to be more fun than um, taking it so seriously. Yeah, well, speaking of making the game more fun, we've been trying to watch some golf, but we have one glaring problem. We don't really have a favorite golfer. No. So Ryan and I have prepared pitches. I'm going to pitch him who I think his favorite golfer should be and vice versa. But uh, I think first we should take a little break, Ryan. All right. See you in a bit. Bye. Okay, Ryan. I've been doing research day in, day out, dissecting golf swings, reading bios, digging into the history of all of the players, every single player on the PGA Tour right now to find you. No wonder why your productivity has decreased lately. No, I would say researching it, golfers. this is important. This is yeah, increased right. productivity. You need to know who to cheer for. Really, all I did was Google. Golfers that Ryan should cheer for is what Tyler Googled. <laughs> yeah. And then it gave me three, which I'm going to pitch those. Give me number one. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the, the third person. Um, this this guy is very, very popular right now. So it's it's kind of just like a, I know who it is. a bandwagon pick. But it's Bryson. I Because you love hitting the deep ball. I love And that's hitting, all he does. I love hitting bombs. And, and you've nicknamed your best drives the Bryson bombs. Yes. So... I think that was an obvious, easy pick. Not, I didn't have to stretch for that one. The other two, I'm going to have to do a little more convincing, I think. But I think right off the bat, Bryson DeChambeau is a solid pick. He's successful, just won the U.S. Open, and you both love the deep ball very much. I really like Bryson, and there's a couple reasons why. Tyler, you highlighted one of them. Bryson is hitting bombs. Mm -hmm. He's hitting nukes off the tee box, and that... Uh, that just plays a little bit into my game. Yep. Um, I like to hit bombs. Uh, no, very notorious for hitting drives 300 plus. Uh, Tyler can confirm that. We've, <laughs> we've been over this before. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, it's probably like two out of 10 drives that'll go 300 plus straight. And the other uh, the other eight will go uh, 280 plus to yeah, the that's left pretty or consistent. to the right. Like not straight, but mm -hmm. 280 straight to the left. Not great. Two out of 10 though. It gives me that feeling of, man, I wonder what it's like to hit a 350-yard bomb. Imagine your bad drives being 315. Unbelievable. 
And I, th I think uh, I'm excited to get, get some simulator work in this, this winter because the simulator is all about hitting absolute piss missiles off the tee box. Right. I'm, I've never played in a simulator before, so I don't know how accurate it is. It's pretty, it's pretty accurate because, so I, I the last couple of simulators I've hit, um, I was testing out new clubs. Sometimes you you go into shields and you're just like, wow, this driver looks nice. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of just deke them out and say, yeah, you know, I'm kind of in the market for a new driver. Would you, would you mind if I hopped in the simulator and hit this one a little bit? Uh, you get a few swings in. And with that, I can actually feel, I can feel my ball contact and where that ball is actually going to go if I was out on the golf course. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty accurate, accurate to where the simulator lines up to. And then when you're done with that, um, you tell the guy that you're going to come back the next day and uh, you're going to think about it overnight and you just don't come back. To <laughs> what, a con. what a con. What a con. Wow. I mean, <laughs> this poor guy's like, I need to sell this driver to feed my family. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he came in. Thank yeah. this guy he right here. He's dinner. This is dinner. What's, what's this guy's like, Ryan this is the fourth away. day in a row. He's told me that. <laughs> and like, these are, these are the golf, like these are the golf specialists at Shields who I'm, I'm essentially doing this to. Now, the one time I did go in and buy a new driver, Matt from the soccer section was helping me out. <laughs> and I only knew that because it said it right on his name tag. He's like, is like soccer specialist. And I knew Matt didn't know what the hell he was talking yep, about. Yep. I, I came in with a plan. I knew what I was doing. I knew what kind of driver I wanted. I knew the price point I wanted to get it at. And um, yeah, you got the golf specialist is pitching this club, pitching that club. And then Matt from the soccer section solidifies the deal the, for Ryan, the t-shirt guy, getting a new driver. The golf specialists there hate you. They must. You just show up, jerk them around a little bit, and then buy stuff from the soccer guy. And what's happened? <laughs> what's happened the last couple of times is, um, I'll, I'll like I'll go into the simulator and then they'll just leave. They'll leave and go help other people, probably because now they know that I'm just there to hit bombs. Yeah, he's back. Your picture's up <laughs> behind the counter. <laughs> I'm just there to hit bombs. Uh, sorry, we got a little bit off track there, yep, Bryson. I love I love the Bryson pick uh, because I love hitting bombs, and um, I think just. People don't really like Bryson because he's not your traditional golfer. It's all the old Correct. fogies that Correct. don't like change in the game. And he is the definition of change in the game. Yep. He's a big weightlifter. He loves just throwing weight around mm -hmm. and getting strong and hit, you know, putting five, 10 yards on that drive. Um, I love that about it. So great, great way to lead it off, Tyler. Um, my first suggestion for you, Tyler little bit up up your alley as far as personality goes uh this is a guy named danny lee okay and i don't know if you've heard about danny lee but if you watched any of the u.s open you should have <laughs> now danny lee six putted from about four this feet is out the guy that left <laughs> this is the guy that <laughs> left the course he six putted it was back and forth back and forth back and finally in and dan lee said i'm so fed up with this i'm so pissed <laughs> off right now i'm walking off the course and it was just it was a scenario where i could i could see tyler being in that same situation yep so uh as far as personality goes i think danny lee is a good one for you because you guys could vibe really well on on just getting like pissed off at six putts mm -hmm. um so i i don't know it's 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 something we'd maybe have to look into but i the reason that people know about danny lee now is because he did that and he went viral on the internet for doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's super relatable. We've terrible, all been there. Ter I'm not saying you're a bad sport, but that was terrible sportsmanship on Danny Lee's part. Barstool reposted it. These uh, other big networks picked it up. 
And uh, Danny Lee is now on the map for six putting, uh, probably five feet or in. On on the 18th green, might On I the 18th add. green, yep. Might I add. Uh, so that was, <laughs> play that video real quick, Jake. We'll kind of just, we'll, we'll talk our way through it. Um, so Danny Lee's computer audio. Yeah, though. I got it. Danny Lee's walking up to. Oh my gosh! Oh. And then he's, he's oh, he hit his bed. Oh, 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 oh okay. slams. I can back. see Tyler doing that. I've never done that before in my entire plus life. Plus thirteen. He ended here's, up plus thirteen. That's probably close to what I would have finished. Look at this. There's a five foot foot putt here. It, Watch this. Uh, if not shorter. So five I've seen foot. this. Leaves Boom, it to passed. the left side. Runs past another like six seven feet. This is great audio for people. <laughs> just no, it's just listening audio to visual. us watch right. a video. Danny Lee's on again. his second putt. Pushed it left again, just like he pushed it's his still first rolling. Putt left. He hits it again. Pushed it left again, and now he's seven to eight. Feet See out. that third shot is where he messed up because he got really impatient. Yes. Right? Oh, and then he got even more impatient there, and he got a little bit more patient, but not much there. He keeps pushing it left. Danny, just fix your line, dude. Well, he doesn't fix give your... a shit at this point. Oh, my gosh. And now Danny Lee walks off the 18th green with his putter, one of the heavy, the heaviest club in your bag, <laughs> yeah. slams it against his bag, walks past it with the putter, and then throws the putter behind him. Why, why doesn't his caddy have his bag? Did his caddy just take off after the fourth putt? Or oh, I'm what? sure his caddy got scared. Here's the thing, though, is that he immediately withdrew citing that he hurt his wrist, which probably happened oh, when he was slamming his putter on the back. When he hit the, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Tough pick, Ryan. I liked the first part, <laughs> but the bag slamming is a little much. It's a little much. I didn't even actually know that that happened until we watched this video. Uh, but if you haven't seen the Danny Lee video on the 18th green at the US Open, you'll have to go check that out. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's very memeable. It is. It is. When uh, this podcast comes out, we'll put together a meme of us doing the play-by-play to the actual video. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, Ryan. My next suggestion for you is a vet. He's had his time in the spotlight. He's not out of his prime yet, if you ask me. But the reason I'm picking him is because I think in 10 years, you will look just like him. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, now go. Dustin Johnson. I knew that's exactly where you're going. <laughs> also, also, he's a tailor-made guy. You have a tailor-made driver. I have a tailor-made driver, and I have tailor-made irons. Yep. Um, and I think I, you, if once you finally are able to grow a beard, you will look just like Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I was just wow, wow. We need to do a look. Maybe need to do like a look-alike that's a, video. That'll also go up on Instagram. You can. That is amazing. Although, yeah, the beard is way out of the question. Um. Biceps are about very similar. <laughs> hey, also, he's wearing an Adidas polo. Uh, breakfast ball polos, oyoubetcha.com, are also uh, Adidas. Adidas collab. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're getting better. Tailor-made guy. He's got an M3 hat on. I have an M2 hat, or I have an M2 driver. Which well, he's also is- a pro, so they just give him the best. Right, Yeah. and this could be an old photo, too. But um, DJ, I mean, if you don't have a favorite golfer... Why not just go for the best one in the world? Also, let me just say this image that I just pulled up. If if you needed a sign from the great beyond, uh, this is pictures from onlinegambling.com. So, I mean, <laughs> holy smokes. So, place your bets, Ryan. So, there you well, go. actually, the first, uh, I just started getting into golf betting uh, like very recently, maybe a couple months ago. And my first bet was Dustin Johnson over Scotty Scheffler. Uh, in which both of them had shot like a sub 60 in the first round at I can't even remember what course, um, which is like course records. Went with DJ and uh, he won me my first 50 bucks in in uh, 
golf betting. I, I also knew that. That's another reason why he pitched. I pitched him because we were golfing Castleton. No, I, I don't remember that. Oh, I was yeah, making it was, that it up. Was the day we golf. Yeah. Um, big fan. Big fan. Two of the best in the world, Bryson and Dustin Johnson. Great choices, Tyler. But what I'm going to go for you on this next one. Uh, again, little little more up the alley with personality wise. Um, he he's an he is a vet. He's also a vet. Way more of a vet than Dustin Johnson. Um, Phil Mickelson and Tyler, the camera guy, when it comes to personality wise, kind of just being, uh, uh, just being a little grizzly more, old men. Yep, being a little more grumpy, a <laughs> little, little more grizzly like. I think the lefty, even though you are not, is very similar to you, Tyler, in personality. Um, I've seen some golf shots of Phil Mickelson look somewhat like yours. Um, <laughs> But I think he's another good one. He's a, he's also a, a, a he's a sure pick because whether Phil Mickelson ends up in last place or in first place, people he's still, entertaining. He's entertaining, and people still know him as the Phil Mickelson, one of the best ever. So as a a, a budding golf fan, I've always actually watched Phil Mickelson because he's my grandpa's favorite golfer. Okay, so your I've grandpa's al- a lefty. He's a lefty. Yep. That's why he likes him. And so I've always kept tabs on on Phil secondhand through grandpa. Okay. So I'm, I am already a fan of him, but I got to find somebody for the long haul because soon enough, he's going to be on the seniors tour. Yep. So I got to find someone that I'm going to latch onto for the next 10, 15 years. Cause I don't think Phil has another 10 in him. No, no, I would, I, I don't think Phil has another 10 in him. I don't think tiger has another 10 in him. You're right. You can already see they're both, you know, they're both past their prime, mm-hmm. but they just, they love the game so much. They want to see what they can do against these young bucks. Um, but, you know, when you got guys like Bryson driving 350, 360, 370, and you got guys like Tiger and Phil who are driving 320, 330, those 40, 50 extra yards make a world of difference. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's everything. Tyler, do you mind if I come in with a wild card for you, with a wild card pick? Just a quick suggestion. Hit me. All right, Tyler. Don't make sure. That, wait, actually, wait till Ryan Pages is third so you don't steal it from him on accident. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Well, we'll I'll, yeah. All right. We'll wait on it. Okay, All right, Tyler. What's your third for me? My third and final, Ryan. I didn't. I didn't go too crazy for you. I picked some pretty popular golfers, but I picked them because I think they're good and I think they fit your personality. Okay. And the final one is Ricky Fowler. One, another tailor-made guy. Two, you guys dress the exact same. And three, you're both scrappy golfers. I do like Ricky. He's funny as hell. You're about the same age. He's a little bit older than you, but. Your guys' game is very similar. Obviously, his is better. I do like Ricky Fowler a lot. And uh, you might ask, Ryan, why do you like these guys? I don't know. I think it's just the amount of golf I've watched, which is not much. Mm -hmm. You just see that one guy and you're like, I'm just just drawn to this guy. I I think like the Brysons and the Rickies, you can relate to a little more. Yeah. Yeah. And Ricky hasn't won in a while, which that, that doesn't matter. Um, but I'm, I love, I love the blaze orange Puma look that was, so that was, I saw a clip yesterday. It it was the one year anniversary of him winning his first ever major. Yep. And he was in all orange Puma gear head to toe. He had the stash and the flow going on. What a great look. Yeah. Iconic. I can, (laughs) I can can pull off 22 years old or whatever, however old he was. The flow is in the cards. The stash is not. Same with Dustin Johnson. I need to really work on that uh, if I want to start looking like these guys. Because in my mind, Some, you look good, you play good. It's a miracle grow. You got to get that. 
Yeah, throw a little fertilizer yeah, on there. Yeah. Okay. Some Bosley. Yep. <laughs> Remember the Bosley commercials? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. They remind me of the Nugenics commercials with Frank Thomas. Yep. Very cringy. Um, great top three, Tyler. We got Bryson DeChambeau. We got Dustin Johnson. We got Ricky Fowler. All great picks. All guys that I've I've liked in the past. Um, my number three for you, Tyler, is um I feel like he's kind of a content guy. He he's unlike other golfers in a sense where he cares about his social media. Mm-hmm. He cares about putting out good content, becoming a bigger and bigger TikToker. Okay. And the amount of TikTok golf uh on the internet is wild. It's unbelievable. Bubba Watson. Bubba. I've always liked Bubba. Bubba is is my third pick for you when it comes to someone you can maybe latch onto for the next 10 years. He's he's still pretty young, I feel like. Uh, in the golf world, he's a content guy. He's he's funny. Uh, he's got very similar humor to you. Now you've noticed I'm going a lot personality wise for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bubba Watson is another guy that uh, that you could maybe follow for the long haul, as long as we're doing this breakfast ball page, whether uh-huh. it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Um, Bubba Watson could be your guy because he's not young but he's definitely not anywhere out of his prime right he's not he's not the young guys like the uh the bryson dechambeau's and the matthew wolfs of the world the 21 22 23 year olds um how old is bubba watson jake could you look that up for us i'll real pull quick? it up for you bubba and bubba's a lefty too i don't know what it is about lefties and me thinking tyler would like them but <laughs> maybe i should be lefty Bubba Watson is 41 years old. What? Damn, that's yeah. way older than how, I thought. How old is Tiger? Tiger Woods has got to be older than that. I bet you he's 45. Tiger Woods. He's 44. Oh, my gosh. Damn. So maybe you won't be in it for the long haul. But just look at, I don't know, there's just something about Bubba Watson, that flow, just that look on his face. <laughs> and he, I, I feel like he's out there. he's out there to have fun and crack jokes. And I also hit pings. You also hit pings, and there's Bubba Watson with a ping visor on. I'm, we might have to get you a ping visor. That would be tight. I would actually rock a visor for sure. I also love Bubba Watson's swing. Uh, it's very unorthodox. It's not like your typical golf swing, uh, but he makes it work for uh, for what he needs. So that's going to be my third. Um, I hope, I don't know, I hope you can take one of those guys no i i definitely them. have my favorite of your three but i want to hear this wild card pitch from from jake here okay. all right i took a different approach um i know ryan you kind of went personality based but i know that i like to give tyler shit about his swing sometimes uh-huh. Uh-huh. um like to give you a hard time about it <laughs> as does everybody else right yeah the yeah. entire <laughs> internet <laughs> yep um so i decided to go Funky swing to funky swing, I think. And and not to mention, you want some guy with some longevity in him. I know. You want to. Yep. Yeah, you already yep. know who it's going. 21 to. years old. 21 years old. Matthew Wolf. That's honestly who I thought Ryan would pitch to me. That's why when you when you made me wait on getting it, I was like, oh, I think. Yeah, you're right. I think yep. I think Ryan's third picks could be Matt Wolf. It crossed my mind. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That, the thing with Matt, I, I love the fact that he's got a goofy ass swing. Because my swing is atrocious, but I am trying to fix that. He has nailed down yeah. his goofy swing and won't be trying to fix it. I'm trying to break that, unfortunately. So then, so all of you people in the in the comments, 
can uh, be talking about how amazing my swing is in about three months. Ooh. Wow, Tyler just immediately denied my wild card right there. No, but I, I respect it. I liked it. it. No, I, I was expecting it. to get that. And I like where your head's at because it is true. We both have whack-ass swings, but his <laughs> whack-ass swing works. Yeah, Mine that's true. is an absolute wild card in the fact you don't know where the hell it's going to go. Tyler, what if you just ended up figuring out how to use that, your, your goofy swing, and it just stuck? Like, I, I could see you being... 65 years old on the golf course <laughs> still with a goofy swing i'm not gonna that, live hit, to be that old jake but with about 50 percent of the hip mobility i don't use my hips right now yeah you do front like because front foot comes up a little bit trunk twists the thing about old time golfers is that they have no hip mobility so it's straight arms back and then straight through on the force and they hit it 200 yards but it's straight as an arrow and it goes exactly where they want it to yeah Got old man. We've talked about old man golfing here, but Ryan, we we come to the most important part of this entire segment. We have to pick. Okay. Uh, Break you, it down for you me. First. Me. Okay. I liked the Danny Lee pitch because Danny gets frustrated and he showed his emotion on the course like a normal golfer would, a regular golfer would. Yep. But he took it a little far, I think, with the bag, and for that reason, I'm out. Matthew Wolf, Jake's pitch. He is never going to change his swing because it works. I'm going to try to change mine, and for that reason, I'm out. And so that it's, leaves. So that's down to Bubba and Phil, the yeah. lefties. Bubba is 41 years old. Phil is ancient. I like them both, but I got to go with the longevity. Bubba Watson is my new favorite golfer. I will stick with him until he is out of the tour, or, or he Matthew will fix his swing too. Or, <laughs> or Bubba slams his putter against his bag. Yeah, which I don't think he'll do. No, he's, he's too happy. He's too relaxed. You're not that happy. I, I used to be. Yeah, until you started working with Jake. Yeah, and no. then Jake started filming. <laughs> yep. uh, okay, Bubba Watson it is. Tyler's taking the Locked lefty. Locked in. Uh, very unique swing as well. I'm going to place my first sports bet ever right now on Bubba Watson. What's uh, Jake, can you look up what tournament's coming up this weekend? Um, There's one going on right now. Oh, there is. Yeah, what is it? Um, this is, there was the anniversary of Ricky's first win was this tournament, whatever, 10 years ago. All right, Tyler, so just kind of keep talking us through that that uh, that pick. I am going to look up on my sports betting app what the line is for Bubba Watson, who he's getting paired up with. Um, well, we'll, we'll see what kind of money you'd be able to win here. Another another reason I picked him, I liked all of my ping clubs. I do have a tailor-made driver, but I don't love my driver. So everything else, I have, I have ping irons, I have ping fairway woods, um, I have a ping putter. So I like that he's a ping guy, so I can rep his brand. I like that he's lefty, makes him a little unorthodox. People want to watch that. He does have a little bit of a goofy swing, but not that outrageous like Matt Wolf's. And he's got a shelf life still. And he's obviously talented, but yep. you don't have to know golf to know his name. Yep. You know, so he's somebody that I can cheer for and obviously will have some success. He's not going to be Danny Leeing and going 15 over. <laughs> so true. either Bubba's not golfing this weekend or he's already teed off, but I don't have any line for Bubba. It's, a, uh, it's a pretty small tournament. It's Sanderson Farms Championship. Purse yeah. is only 6.6 million. Oh, yeah, that's that's that's, that's chump change. Yo. Well, I mean, it's on the smaller side for most of the tournaments that have that have been going on this year. So. Yeah, I made way more than that on my PGA Tour 2K21. Yeah, it's yeah. soft flex, but that's fine. Yeah. 
So Bubba Watson, um, he has a career earning uh, tally of $40 million. Yeah, so if we keep doing this podcast, I'll also be making the same amount of money <laughs> as Bubba Watson. Yes. So that's another reason to pick him. 40 mil. Right, just Ryan. Just casual. I know you were just trying to buy yourself time to come up with a decision. No, not at all. Uh, I was genuinely curious because I love to bet. So, um, three good picks from you, Tyler. Three really good picks. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wipe Dustin Johnson off the board right away. Okay. Uh, I think he's just a little too good, and it's okay. It's I, like, I respect that. Not wanting to pick the top. I like that. Kind of like someone who is introduced to basketball, and uh, just saying LeBron's their favorite. Player. LeBron's their favorite, or Giannis. Uh, Giannis is their favorite, or whatever. Um, for that sole reason, Dustin Johnson is out. Still love him, but he's out. Um, between Bryson and Ricky, I'm all about the long ball. There it is. I'm all about there. the long ball. Are we surprised? There is nothing more satisfying than hitting an absolute piss missile straighter than a straighter than the shaft on my driver. <laughs> There's literally nothing more satisfying. Ricky Fowler, good guy, probably has earned a lot of money. But Bryson DeChambeau is my new favorite golfer for the sole fact he's young, he's got a huge shelf life, and he hits absolute piss missiles. I like it. So I thought you would pick Ricky. <clears throat> Why? Because I feel like your games is so similar to his. The way you play is so similar to Ricky's. But I like your choice. I also enjoy Bryson watching him play. He is a very different type of golfer. Yeah. And that's fun to watch. I hope I hope he continues to have success. Do yeah. you think he, that if he does, all of a sudden golfers are going to just start beefing up? 100%. Being absolute monsters? Yes. So pretty soon the top five golfers in the world are going to be like... Look like a look it's like be the Brock offensive Lesner. line. It's gonna, be, <laughs> it's gonna be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the Undertaker is gonna come back. <laughs> yes. Uh yep. Bryson DeChambeau. That's that's a wrap on that segment, Tyler. Uh we got a Bubba Watson fan now. We got a Bryson DeChambeau fan. Two great picks, in my opinion. This has been a very, very important podcast. I hope it was entertaining, but more importantly, it was important for us as golf fans. We have discovered our favorite golfers. So I think there's no better place to just call it a day and go and watch Bryson and go and watch Bubba. Maybe keep some tabs on Matthew Wolf if I have a little change of allegiance. I don't know. I'm going to throw a fat bet on Bryson for this next one, at least for his first round matchup anyways. I'm going to see what kind of money I can win off that. You're going to have to help me. I'll, I'll place my first ever sports bet on okay. Bubba. Even if it's 10 bucks, it, it, yep. that's fine. Yep. All right, we'll, we'll do that. But for now, I think let's call it a day, Ryan. Thanks for listening. Go to our website, ouyoubetcha.com. Check out some of the breakfast ball merch. We got hats. We got polos. Do we have uh, anything else coming out, Ryan? Do we have any sneaky stuff? That, uh, uh, the sneaky snuff. The sneaky snuff. Sneaky snuff. The sneaky stuff uh, is, is not coming out in the near future, but in the, uh, in the prolonged future, we will have some sneaky stuff coming out. Uh, we kind of missed the boat on the golf season here because we did get started a little bit later mm -hmm. in the golf in the golf season with the uh, with the breakfast balls page. So, um, but we, I mean, we got the polos, all, the hats. Yeah. That's that's step number one right there. So, ouyoubetcha.com. We got some you betcha golf stuff. We got some breakfast ball specific stuff. You have to go check that out and um, you know wrap the breakfast ball merch like uh, 
like we do, like like we play golf. And then once it's on, send us your videos. Your boys are out on the course. They're hitting their breakfast balls. They're maybe playing some extreme golf rules. Send us the videos to breakfast.balls on Instagram. We'd love to share them. We'd love to show our buddies. We love a good laugh. So send us the, send those our way. Ryan, wrap this up for me, man. Guys, thanks again for listening in to episode three. We will be back again next week with another very important segment called Breakfast Blue Balls. You guys aren't going to want to miss that one. Uh, that'll be coming out next week for episode four. Thanks again for listening in. Um, Tyler, may your beers be cold and your putts be straight. Love you. Love you too. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.